Hi, it's Glenn O'Neill, and it's July 21st, 2021, and this is episode one of A Close Look at San Filippo. We're going to be taking 10 minutes to go over five exciting topics in the world of San Filippo syndrome and some of the things we've been working on here at Cure San Filippo Foundation. As a reminder, San Filippo syndrome is a rapidly degenerative and fatal disease in children, currently with no treatment options and no cure. Uh, we're certainly out to change that. I have my notes here and to make sure I hit all on all my points and let's go ahead and get started. Uh, topic one is we were able to submit in June uh, the an application for a grant uh, from the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative. So uh, they have a rare as one grant. Uh, they, if you remember in 2019, uh, we submitted for a grant from them during their round one and we did not get chosen. Uh, there were 30 foundations chosen out of a few hundred and for, unfortunately we weren't one of them. It's a $600,000 grant. So it's very exciting and uh, we were thankful to be able to to submit another grant here. This time we reached out to some, some different people, uh, one, one of whom uh, received the grant last time around to get some tricks and tips maybe that helped them win last time. So we hope that helps. Uh, this time they're looking at patient-centered organizations again, which we certainly are, that are looking to build a research network collaborative, uh, looking into earlier diagnosis, also diversity, inclusion, inclusion and equity. Uh, we of course hit on many of these, all of these really, this grant could really help with the San Filippo roadmap that's being worked on. Uh, San Filippo Australia is doing a great work on that and we've collaborated with them. Also very soon coming is the global clinical guidelines, which this grant would really help out uh, to get this uh, these guidelines into many more physicians' hands, uh, helping education, educating folks about the disease in more areas, uh, and certainly re resulting in more correct diagnoses and earlier diagnoses, particularly in, in uh, areas that potentially don't have as much information available or resources. So we're very excited about this Chan Zuckerberg grant, uh, and we should know by October whether or not we've received it. Second, I'd like to talk about a really important and timely article that came out a couple weeks ago written by Dr. Emil Kakis. Dr. Kakis is a physician, a scientist, leads a biotech working in rare disease. He's really a champion for rare disease patients. Uh, this article discussed the recent, somewhat controversial FDA approval of a drug for Alzheimer's uh, and how this can be a roadmap for rare neurological diseases. <clears throat> this accelerated approval was based on a biomarker endpoints, and it's a positive step as we've seen biomarkers used in approving treatments for HIV, cancer, and infectious diseases. <clears throat> Some explanation here on what a biomarker is versus a clinical endpoint. A clinical endpoint in a clinical trial would be something that you can really see the impact in, in patients, uh, like something like survival, um, whether someone lives or dies. It's very black or white, basically. Uh, the ability to walk six minutes is another uh, clinical endpoint. And in some diseases, these clinical endpoints work well, but uh, in other diseases like San Filippo, it can be difficult due to the regression happening over many years, uh, and the impact might not be able to, to be easily seen uh, and might not fit into these traditional clinical endpoints. And that's why biomarkers can be so important to us. <clears throat> a biomarker is something you see in the biochemistry that would indicate uh, whether a therapy is having an impact or not. <clears throat> and in this article, Dr. Kakis, he specifically calls out San Filippo syndrome as a candidate for using a biomarker as, as an endpoint. Uh, and that would be the reduction of heparin sulfate. Since heparin sulfate is the main product that builds up in the body and the brain of children with San Filippo, and that's what's not 
able to be broken down properly. So it would only make sense that if we could see some type of significant reduction in heparin sulfate, that we could make the assumption and the assessment that this should make some type of impact on this normal disease progression. <clears throat> so we implore the FDA, we agree with this article, and we implore with the FDA to take into account and allow the reduction of heparin sulfate as a valid biomarker to consider when looking to approve treatments for Sanfilippo syndrome. You know, certainly follow-on studies would need to be done to corroborate uh, the clinical effect of this, but at least this would be a starting point for getting so many more children uh, an available treatment. So Dr. Kakis also uses some specific examples and makes the case that this would actually spur on more innovation uh, and activity in this disease space to improve upon a first treatment. You know, it's not about getting everything uh, just perfect the first time around, and, and we certainly fear that if, if those are the standards, you know, being held, being tried, you, we may never see a treatment. So we ask everyone, please share this article. And to get to it, you can visit curesff.org slash article, and you can read this article, and please share it on all your networks uh, with your comments and your thoughts. And we believe that the more people that read this, uh, it will make a significant difference. So thank you. I also want to talk about all stripes. Um, over the past months, we'd have several meetings with all stripes and had a re have a renewed partnership with them. Um, we discussed more with them about how the platform and the tool can benefit the community and the research. And if you remember, all stripes is a service that collects medical records and gathers them all in one spot. Uh, this can be extremely important if we have a collection of records of Sanfilippo patients throughout the course of the disease. It can help researchers advance the treatments. Uh, to join All Stripes, you basically just have to give consent for them to, uh, to go and gather your medical records, de-identified medical records, um, and they do all the work and they gather all the information uh, and you receive all the records in a secure account. It's actually very nice to have all your records in one account as well, and this is all at no cost. So uh, being able to look closely at data points across patients can lead to better ways to track and measure changes in the disease. Uh, learn more about uh, how to better these clinical trials and possibly need, lead to new treatment targets. And this could all move us closer to an approved therapy. Uh, we have 54 folks signed up so far with Sanfilippo for All Stripes, and we'd like to get it to at least 75. Uh, very soon, to, and to sign up, uh, go to allstripes.com slash slash Sanfilippo. That's allstripes.com slash Sanfilippo. Uh, very soon, too, we're going to be an announcing a new project with All Stripes to dive deeper into these specific areas of the data to begin evaluating for potential usage in clinical trial design. Very, very exciting stuff. <clears throat> I'm going to move to some recent fundraising campaigns. Uh, first, we hit a major milestone in moving the Type C gene therapy project forward by reaching the $1 million mark on SaveConnor.com. So, awesome job. Thanks to the incredible work by the family local supporters, the community, and all of the donors. And, and the last donor, well, not the last, but a big donor that pushed over the million-dollar mark, we had an anonymous $100,000 corporate donation, and it's the largest donation received in our foundation's history. Also in mid-June, we recently finished the Sale to Save uh, lemonade and yard sales. It raised over $17,000 with participation from a lot of families and supporters. We're very thankful. And I think some sales are still actually going on, so that number will only go up. Coming up in September, our team is working on our big yearly campaign, which is called Step Up to Cure Sanfilippo. 
And this is one we hope everybody joins in. So uh, we hope families, supporters, donors, and even researchers, doctors, and biotech uh, leads can join in on this one. It's basically a walking campaign where you uh, fundraise and get sponsorships for the number of steps you walk. And, you're in, and this is in support of more research for treatments for children. And we're looking to grow this every year. And, you know, like you may have heard of the walk to end Alzheimer's, you know, we want to make this, you know, as big and as familiar as something like that. So um, it's very exciting. And, you know, walking is something many of us can do with no problem. And even children with San Filippo in the early years, they can certainly do that as well and run too. Uh, but as we know, that skill goes away over, over several years. So it's, it's, it's very important. It's very touching. Um, so we hope, uh, you'll, we hope you'll save the date, save the date of September 16th through the 21st, and we're going to have more information to come, and we hope you'll all join us in stepping up to cure San Filippo. And lastly, I want to give you a quick update on the Anna Kinra clinical trial at Lundquist Institute in California. As a reminder, this is a trial looking to reduce inflammation in the brain and the body of children with San Filippo syndrome, and was open to all four subtypes of San Filippo. Thanks to incredible support, this trial, which is treating 20 children, was fully funded by Cure San Filippo Foundation. We're very proud of it. The trial has been underway since mid-2020 and so far has treated many patients. They expect later in the fall, all 20 children will have been enrolled. enrolled. <clears throat> there are some early positive indicators regarding this therapy, but we have to await formal reporting and progress on how things are looking. And I bring this up because we always look ahead to the future and to move this treatment to an FDA approval, we're going to have to do another follow-up clinical trial uh, to validate these results. So we fundraise now to ensure that we can have the dollars needed with no delay to run this trial that could then possibly allow treatment to be available for all. Um, it's very exciting and it's quite humbling that the supporters and the donors are making these tangible and significant differences and impacts on changing the fate for children with San Filippo and for their families. My 10 minutes are up. I think I'm over actually. Um, thank you uh, for, for taking a close look at San Filippo with us. Uh, please leave your comments and your questions. Please reach out to us at our email, contact at curesanfilippofoundation.org. Thank you again, and we will see you in a couple of weeks. Have a great day.